Hey, it's Scott Orn of Cruise Consulting, and welcome to another episode of Founders and Friends. And before we start the podcast, let's give a quick shout out to Rippling. Rippling is the new cool payroll tool that we see a lot of startups using. Rippling is great for your traditional HR and payroll. They integrate very nicely. But guess what? They did another thing. They integrate into your IT infrastructure. They make it really easy for when you hire someone to spin up all the web services and their computer, which sounds kind of like not a huge deal. But actually, we did the study at Cruise. We spend $420 on average just getting a new employee's computer up and running and their web service up and running. It's actually a really big deal. It saves a lot of money. And the dogs are eating the dog food. Like We see a lot of startups coming in to Cruise now using Rippling. So please check out Rippling. Great service. We love it. I think we have a podcast with Parker Conrad. You can hear it from his own words. But we're seeing them take market share, so shout out to Rippling. And now to another awesome podcast at Cruise Consulting's Founders and Friends. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Ohm. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Shenzi Ding of Merge. Welcome, Shenzi. Hi, I'm excited. Yeah, thank you. Well, we've known each other for a while. You've been a, a client for a while, and I've gotten to know you. And I really like what Merge is doing, so I wanted to have you on the podcast so you could talk about it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. We're huge fans of Cruise. Um, completely dependent on you guys. So uh, really excited to be here today. And I also listen to quite a few of your podcasts as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, maybe we can start off just by you retracing your career and how you had the idea to start Merge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, it's kind of a co-founder story, to be honest. Um, Merge wouldn't be here also with Gil as well. Um, but Gil and I essentially met freshman year of college, both studied computer science, all the same classes, group projects, social group, um, a couple spring breaks too. Um, and after school, <laughs> we obviously kept in touch, um, but kind of went our separate ways. So I ended up staying in New York, um, did investment banking, moved back to San Francisco, um, joined Silver Lake's investment team, and then joined a company called Expanse as a chief of staff to the CEO. Gil, um, state of software engineering, who's a really, really great engineer, uh, went to LinkedIn, then went to a company called Wealthfront, and then joined a company called Canvas as the founding engineer and eventually became head of engineering. So we were in totally different industries. I was in cybersecurity. He was in recruiting. Really, really different. But for some reason, both of our companies kept running into the same exact problem of having to build a ton of integrations with different competitors in the same category. So yeah. in the cybersecurity space, um, especially our product, we had a lot of issues that were like that would show up in the product that needed to get exported into like ticketing services. So like ServiceNow, Jira, we didn't have any integrations. And so the only way to export the issues was to download a CSV, re-upload it every time there was a new issue that popped up. And this wasn't really sustainable. So our sales team was kept kept asking our like executive team and our engineering team to start building integrations because customers were going to other competitors, um, and it was coming to become a really big problem. So we ended up hiring a full team of engineers just to focus on integrations, and it took them a really long time to build one. At the same time, Gil in the recruiting space, as they started moving up market to larger and larger companies, yeah. wasn't sustainable for recruiters to be writing the first name, last name, LinkedIn for every single candidate that they wanted to export to their applicant tracking system, and so he had to build those integrations in-house uh, and it was a huge mess not only was getting access to the api in the first place a really time-consuming project but designing it and then also scoping it and then building the initial integration and then maintaining it was oftentimes even more time consuming yep. and so what merge really tries to solve is the entire integrations lifecycle. so obviously helping with that initial build uh, we do add new integrations at no additional cost um, and then maintaining the integrations for all of our 
customers. So if any APIs change, any um, updates, we handle that for our customers. If there's any edge cases, our customers don't even need to know about that. And then anything related to end user errors surfaced in our products so that customer success teams can go in and resolve the issues instead of engineers. It's really amazing. So like for us, you know, if you're looking at like all the different HR payroll systems, there's a bunch of them out there that our clients work on, but, but merge can actually deliver us like one single API integration to all of those different payroll systems, right? Yeah, I mean, normalize it. So reading and writing data back is always in one format. And yeah, it's especially really helpful in like different categories where uh, more modern um, products uh, construct items in a little bit different way. So like applicant tracking systems have like applications now before it was just like candidates. So we construct that. So it's always consistent across all platforms. That's amazing. So it was the shared pain, you in the cybersecurity world and Gil at LinkedIn, you, you basically both like, was it like over a, a beer or something like that? We are like, Hey, I got the same problem as you. Like maybe we should, maybe we should do something about this. Oh yeah, actually. So we would get weekly sweet green dinners um, back in the day and we would just like talk about work, like what was going on, like how things were going. And he, one day, like we met up and he just looked really bad. And I was like, what is going on? Um, and it was just like, <laughs> it's this greenhouse integration. Like he's been taking over yeah. life. Like I'm no longer in any meetings. They just moved a computer. It's like a conference room. So he could just focus on the integrations like all day and all night. And so I think like after that, we were like, okay, like this seems to be a really big problem because like Expanse is having a very very, very similar issue as well. Um, yeah. So we did like a ton of research, talked to like a hundred different companies in very, very different industries. And it's just very clear that it's very, very consistent across all industries. And it's getting yeah. worse, especially with fragmentation. Yeah, it is. It is getting fragmented also with like the ability to spin up like other, like a SaaS company can spin up pretty quickly now. And maybe they're not the super high end solution right out of the box, but they're like a meaningful, I'm thinking of like Zendesk versus like Help Scout or some of the other, that's where SaaS is going, right? A lot, even more fragmentation. So your service becomes even more valuable. It's really amazing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell me like, what was the, I forget who, who your venture capitalists are and how do you guys, like you two sat there and wrote the business plan and figured out what you're going to do and then went out and just start executing on it? Yeah, well, we definitely wanted to gain conviction in the idea before we went full time. Uh, we both had yeah. jobs that we really, really loved. Um, we loved our teams. And so we wanted to make sure like, even though we felt like it was a problem, we wanted to make sure like, would people buy this? Like, was it actually going to be a 10x solution? Yeah. Um, so after doing a lot of research, um, we quit and then we started building. So um, I actually had coded for like five years. Um, so Gil spent a lot of time like investing in me and like making sure like I was able to contribute to the company as a software engineer. Um, so we started building prototype. We <laughs> I learned React. Act, um, and no way. That's yeah, amazing. learn Django framework too. Um, and so we were able to get a prototype up and running so that when we started fundraising and pitching investors, um, they were able to see what the long-term vision was going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I think I was probably one of those 100 phone calls that we did maybe like six months ago. Yeah. Gil's a really nice guy too. You do, you do have a, you guys are, are like peanut butter and jelly together. You guys work together really well and it's a great, it's very complimentary of each other. So super, super cool. Um, and then you, you were like, okay, people are going to pay for this. So let's raise some money and get going. Yeah. Because we knew we wanted to invest a lot in the product up front. Um, B2B integrations are really high stakes as you're probably aware yeah. of too. Um, yeah. Our values are a lot higher. They have to be a lot more robust. And if people are paying 
you more money, they can't break. And so you can't have like a scraped integration that just fails every single time and you need to re-authenticate every single time you want data to update. And so we wanted to do a lot of research, make sure we invest in scalability, um, that we were really feature rich. So if there are any edge cases that happened, we were able to support it. Um, and it was totally worth it. So we raised four and a half million from NEA with Scott Sandel joining our board. Um, and it was a huge honor for us, especially because I remember when I was interviewing at Expanse, um, I saw that Scott was on their board and I was like, wow. And so it was just really cool. <laughs> he ended up joining our board as well. And so far he's been a really great partner for our company. Um, he's given us a ton of advice from everything that he's seen previously. That's great. Yeah, it's been awesome. That's really cool. And I, I'm, I subscribe uh, to your LinkedIn or I see you on LinkedIn. And it seems like you're hiring people constantly and things are going really well. Yeah. I mean, we, we spend a lot of time recruiting. Um, Gil and I personally try to spend like 50, 60% of our time recruiting. Wow. Uh, it's just so important. And like, if you hire really good people, like it takes care of itself. Um, obviously, yeah. Like your team's really good too. So you don't have to like worry about them as well. So yeah, it's been made a big difference. Hey, it's Scott Orna Cruise Consulting. And before we get back to the podcast, Quick shout out to ChartHop. ChartHop is one of my favorite new SaaS tools on the market. And basically what ChartHop does is it puts your org chart in the cloud. And I always like to say like it brings transparency to your organization. And so, you know, everyone in your organization can see who they report to. They can see the full org chart of the company and how their group relates to other groups. It also has a lot of information on the individuals in the company. And so you can click on the ChartHop profile and just get like, where people live, their experience, you know, Slack handles, all this kind of stuff. And it's just a really great tool. The other thing is ChartOp has started doing some cool stuff around compensation and budgeting planning. And so you can actually start seeing like what the cost structure of the company look like during certain kind of scenarios. So I'm loving ChartOp. Check it out, chartop.com. We use it at Cruise, really like it. And I can't recommend it enough. All right, back to the podcast. That's amazing. So maybe we could go through like some of the key verticals that you're building the APIs for. So I, I mentioned payroll and, and HR, but like, what, where are you seeing, like ATS was definitely an area that we, you know, like uh, we're on lever, but greenhouse, you know, there's a few of these core SaaS products, like where are you seeing demand for your tool? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because a lot of companies need multiple categories um, and the demand has come from unexpected places and with different use cases that we didn't really expect. Um, sometimes I'll go into a sales meeting thinking that someone wants our HRIS API and they want our ATS API for a new product. Um, sometimes people are interested in one category and like at first and they eventually want all three. So demand has been quite varied. Like it's really interesting because once we have, now that this is an option for a lot of companies, now they're starting to think of different ideas that weren't popular yeah. before. Um, to be honest, a lot of our cu customers are super integrations heavy where it would have been so time consuming for them previously, where it would have been hard to work in their core product. Um, so I do see us like opening up possibilities for additional companies, especially as we expand to additional categories too. But yeah, I mean, demand has been pretty consistent across all three categories, which has been amazing. And so the three are what? HR, payroll, ATS? Well, I, and, did I miss one? Oh yeah, and accounting. Yeah, it's been long. Oh, oh, I didn't know you are doing accounting. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's our newest API, but it's been getting a lot of interest. That's amazing. It's such a like a network effect centric business, right? Like once once a development team is comfortable with one of your products, they're gonna like flip right over to your other two. Totally. And also, especially over time, when we expand to a lot of different categories, like no matter what API in whatever category that a developer integrates with, they'll know exactly what they're doing when they're integrating with Merge. So it yeah, yeah, yeah. more sense to integrate directly with Merge versus direct like with any other API provider because they already they've already done it before. 
I love it. I love it. That's amazing. And I, I know you guys have really good traction, so it's it's fantastic. Maybe take a second to like you and Gil from like a two person company to I don't even know where you are right now. Maybe. Yeah. But like, what what was the shift for you, or was it challenging to go from like someone who's developing software all of a sudden to then moving back into like more of a management role? Like, how did you handle the super, you know, hands-on mode to now, you know, spending all this time recruiting and actually building the company? Yeah, I mean, we're not quite transitioned yet, to be honest. Like I was adding an integration yesterday. Um, so we're, we're still doing That's that. good though. You're, you're, you're staying in touch with your customer. Yeah, I don't know. I hope to stay humble too. So I like, yeah. understand like the pain points. So like, I want to always be like continuously adding integration so I know like what's going on and I'm with it. Yeah. Um, right, yeah, yeah. still making like DevOps changes and stuff too. So uh, we're not- I was doing build.com for some clients last night. It'll never go away. You'll always still be doing a little bit of that stuff. Yeah. So um, it, it's getting, it's, it's moving more towards that direction. It's not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, so far, like it's definitely been a little bit different from us, like coding all day, all night, like in a quarter uh, to now, like having to be customer facing. Like we're always talking to customers. We're always like, like either existing customers or new customers or doing research for our exist, like additional products. Yeah. So it's definitely been a little bit more like more of like a team thing versus like IC just like working on like our products, but it's been really awesome. Like our team is so good. Like every single person is a 10X contributor, which I feel like is super rare for a company, but it's been really great. How, how was the experience working at Silver Lake? Did that help you like know how to talk to investors and like, like, what was that like? You know, cause you, you and Gil have totally different backgrounds. Yeah. Or experience. Like, did he explain stuff to you and you explain stuff to him? Like, how did that partnership work? Yeah. Um, so absolutely. Like he obviously like he's the expert with like engineering and also like what architecture looks like and also security. Like he's very, very conscious of security and all that has been extremely useful. He also did actually a lot of sales too at Canvas. Uh -huh. That perspective was super helpful. Um, yeah. Right. But like fundraising, like having that experience and like seeing pitches before helped me a lot. And also understanding like TAM analysis. So as we start expanding to additional categories, like how we evaluate what the ROI is, um, also thinking about how we like present the company because like you can't only present like, okay, this is what we're going to do forever. Like it has to be like, this is what the long-term vision is. Um, also yeah. knowing like what is important, like what information do they expect? Like how much is too much in the weeds? Like what do they understand too? Uh, we have noticed like a lot of times, like when we get too technical, it kind of gets droned out. So like, <laughs> understanding what the level is, is always really helpful. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then looking back on it, was there like a moment of like, I always like this question, like, was there a moment where you looked at each other and were like, oh yeah, like we are, we are like, was it a customer signing up or someone paying you more money than you expected? Like, what was that moment for you? Yeah. I, I feel like this is so arrogant, but it was like a month after we came out of stealth that we had self-serve. Honestly, Gil and I, like we were just getting so many signups without us. We didn't have any marketing. We didn't have any sales people, just me and Gil. And like, we were getting so many signups where we were just like, wow, we really picked the right idea. And like all the like research people just signing up without even having talked to you. Yeah. And people also, when we were in stealth would like find us too, which just showed that like the market was like really attracted to the solution. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And so we were just so grateful that we did that research before and like we really built it for this use case because I felt like it made us really prepared for like answering and thinking about any things that like our customers would need. But yeah, it was honestly like a month after self-serve launch. We were like, wow, like this is great. I love it. I love it. Maybe you can't talk about this, but what are, are there other verticals you're eyeing after you, you perfect the accounting vertical? Like where do you want to go next? Like, what do you think is interesting? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of verticals that we think are super interesting. Um, I think like productivity slash like ticketing tools are probably going to be next. Mm. Um, and then 
That is music to my ears. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We think the use cases for that are quite expansive. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And we also think CRM is going to be extremely interesting too. CRM is extremely complex though, because each instance is a little bit different. Um, but yeah. we already kind of accounted for that with our ATS integrations. And so we're pretty ready, but we want to invest a lot in the product and making sure it's really that, That's amazing. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, I can't keep you too long because you have another, you're a busy woman, which I totally understand. But maybe you can just kind of talk about, you know, how to get in touch with merge how do you if they, people want to work with you if they're the a very savvy accounting firm that wants to do some integrations how do they reach out to you or any startup that's doing this stuff and and maybe articulate just like how i'm sure you've done like studies on this but like how much time people will save not building these integrations from scratch yeah, absolutely. So even if you have existing integrations, you probably don't want your engineers working on maintaining them and when they could be working on your core product. So if you're thinking about adding new integrations or you're sick of maintaining your existing ones, uh, reach out to us at hello at merge.dev or you can just go on our website, merge.dev, sign up for a demo or contact us in any way. Uh, we're always available on Twitter, LinkedIn. You can reach out to like any of our team members too. We're always available um, and we're happy to like show you a demo and show you what we got. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming by. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to doing like a follow-up podcast in 18 months and you having like eight categories and you're like, you're like the, the Walmart of integrations. Like we got that, we got that, we got that, we got that. So thank you so much and congrats and congrats to Gil on, on both your guys' progress. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Shenzi, thank you. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to cruise. Founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Old.